So uh, last week we started talking about the cost of revival. I want to get into this, uh, uh, and uh, I don't want to take too much time with preliminaries and, and things like that, but cost of revival. And we was talking about barriers. Amen. We was talking about barriers. Uh, we was talking about the, the rich uh, the rich ruler, remember, he came He came unto Jesus and he had done all of these things. Uh, he had, uh, uh, you know, kept all of these commandments, but uh, there was still one, that he was still missing something. And, you know, during revival and during all of these things, listen, I think that sometimes if we allow it, maybe God just downloads and or just drops and floods his presence and stuff. But a lot of times... Even even in the, the midst of him doing that, the enemy will try to throw up barriers that hinder us. He'll try to throw up things that stop us from moving forward, stop us from getting our victory. We, this past week, we have done what it took, amen, to make ourselves available, yeah. okay? Yesterday, I stayed home to give myself some rest, uh, uh, amen, and I, I came a little later and we were working and stuff, but, but the enemy will try to throw things in front of us. Sometimes either during, before, or after whatever's happening, we've got to learn to push past those, yeah. push past the barriers. Amen. And it takes work and it takes effort. See, the world nowadays, they lead us to this entitlement mentality to where everybody needs to do everything for everybody, uh, for, for, for people, and you shouldn't have to lift your hand to do anything. Me and Charity was talking about this week. We've got to teach our kids how to act when they're tired. We've got to teach our kids that they've got to work for things. There's people that don't like the concept that I have of making my kids work a public job while still being in school. Okay? Could I pay for their insurance and all that stuff? I probably could if I wanted to. But what am I teaching them? At some point in time, I don't want them living on daddy's dollar all the time. They, the goal is to get them ready for life so they can sustain themselves when that, when that time comes. And what am I teaching them if I pay for everything and do everything for them? Amen? They need to know how to handle struggle. They need to know how to handle opposition. Maybe that's why so many church people fail when the enemy throws up barriers because they've never been taught how to push past it because somebody else has always made them feel like the world revolved around them. That's right. I love my kids, but you can ask my kids. Very rarely did I ever let them win at a card game or a board game. For one, I'm competitive, but two, the world don't revolve around them. Here's a little newsflash for you. No matter how small your kids are, life is not fair. Amen? No. Life isn't fair, Ashley. It don't matter. It don't matter how much money you have and things like that. I mean, life is not equal. But so many times we try to make it, everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets the same amount of money spent on them. And, and all of these things, life isn't fair. And if you do that, maybe whatever. But at some point, we got to let them know life isn't fair. And sometimes people are going to be, uh, they might get a little prosperity now and you don't. But next time around, it may be you and them not. And here's the thing. If we serve God, amen, we are prosperous. Maybe not in the way that we see, but we are favored serving God. <laughs> Life isn't fair. But the world teaches 
that every parent <laughs> the world uh, uh, in the world they want to make out like their child does no wrong. Have you, if you ever notice, work in the schools, Rhiannon, right? Uh, at the schools and things like that. If something happens, it's never the kids' fault. It's always the teacher or, or somebody's bullying or somebody's not doing right. I mean, maybe your kid just needs a good yeah. Amen. 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 How did I even get on that? <clears throat> barriers. Amen. See, the rich ruler had a barrier of money. Right. Amen. We all have barriers that come up and get in front of us along the way. Amen. The rich ruler, it says, he left, but he was dismayed by the demand and went away grieving. He had done all of this stuff, but there was one thing that was still a barrier. The thing is, we've got to be fully committed. Last week, and I don't know if it had anything about my message, but we talked about the barrier of time. Amen. This week, we've definitely put forth time. We've shoved it aside. Amen. I told somebody, I told somebody uh, uh, yesterday, I think it was, or maybe it was Friday, uh, they was uh, they were saying something I invited them to revival and things like that. And, and, and he asked me, he said, what time is it over? <laughs> You're going to ask me what time it's over. He didn't know what I just got done preaching on. But you're going to ask me what time it's over after I just preached on the barrier of time. And I said, what if God decided to give his breakthrough at 9 or 9.30 and we missed it because we decided we had to go to the house? Yeah. We don't know. We don't know what time it's coming. I mean, Cody, we don't know what time it's coming. Amen. I mean, what, uh, who was it, David, that prayed for 21 days? I had somebody tell me uh, tell me the other day, it's, it's been 21 days they're praying for a healing over something. Hey, huh? Daniel. That's what I said, was it? Daniel. Oh, yeah, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. And, and somebody told me the other day they were praying for a healing, and they was like, it had been 21 days. Uh, you know, we don't know what's going up in the air, amen, right. uh, uh, with, uh, with uh, God fighting for us. We don't yeah. know about the barriers that the enemy can put up, even us getting a message from God, amen. Daniel did it. That's why uh, he went through it. That's why it took 21 days, because the prince of Persia, amen, the, uh, the, uh, the devil was trying to, or, or one of his demons or whatever was trying to stop the message. We don't know when it Come, we just got to listen to God and be available for when it is. We got to quit worrying about time. I understand there's some things maybe we have to do, but sometimes we got to ask ourselves, we got to make sure that our priorities are where they need to be. Amen. That way, everything, remember what we talked about last week? Everything filters through God. Amen. The world is, amen, the, some of the church is bad about filtering everything, uh, 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 filtering God through everything else, but we need to filter everything else through God. You understand what I'm saying? God comes first. Yep. And everything filters through that. We do that, we should be on track. Amen. So to, to, today we're going to talk about a couple more barriers. I need a volunteer. Anybody got a volunteer? Or want a volunteer? Come on up here, Kyle. <clears throat> All right. All right, come up here. Let's see, let's see. Stay, stay right here. 
the enemy don't use, he used strategy to put it on you. He makes it uncomfortable sometimes. Yes. Amen? Yes. Now you've already, Wendy's jacked your order up. Pastor Brad's pushing you to do this, do that. Somebody somewhere in here has said something uh, to you and just kind of nipped you a little bit. And the final blow's getting ready to, uh, uh, Britland. <laughs> Britland tells you that your shirt don't, that, that color just don't look good on you. He won't even know what color. He don't know. <laughs> Understand where I'm going with this. Amazing. <laughs> That's the final blow. Now he may be able to still make it to his breakthrough, but <laughs> but it's a lot heavier. What's it going to take for him to get from here? Take a step forward from here to here. What's it going to take? I mean, that's a heavy weight. I can guarantee you he's thinking about how heavy that is right now. <laughs> I can guarantee you. And turn around to everybody. I, I'm guarantee you he's thinking about how heavy. Amen? So the enemy may come up and say, here, why don't we come over here and, and come over this way? I'm sure if we sit down in the seat, it's going to be a little easier. Right. Or, or look, let's just set all this weight down. It's not set it at the foot of the cross. Right. It's set it here. And watch it for a little while. Barriers. Amen? Barriers to, to distract you from the promise. So how do we get past it? How do we get past it? We've got to keep our mind focused and recognize when this stuff comes. So when it comes, and, and here's what also can happen, is also brothers and sisters in the Lord can help recognize it too. And they can help you, amen, lift off the barriers. Amen? Brillin didn't mean nothing by it, brother. She didn't mean nothing by it. You can't even tell what color the shirt is. So, 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 but this time you did. Amen. She still thinks you're handsome. She still loves you. Uh, just that color don't, don't pop your eyes out like she likes to see them. So, 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 I've recognized that there's something wrong. He's like, Pastor Brad, you want that microphone louder or not? I need you to tell me. I can tell there's something wrong. So, either he takes it off, but sometimes we need our brothers and sisters to help yeah. us lift it yes. off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. That's kind of called, that's called discernment, right? Yes. Amen? Believe it or not, Amen. Discernment or not, I can tell when you're acting differently and something's up. Don't say everything's fine. Amen. See, when you speak it out, amen, the enemy loses power. Yes. Amen. Speak it out. You don't have to tell me all the gory details. Well, Brilla did this two weeks ago and now she did this last week and then she said this this week. I'm fed up with it today. I don't have to know all that. I mean, if you need to talk, we can talk. But all you have to say is, listen, I'm struggling today. <laughs> the road is heavy. She may not pray over that one. Oh. But it would be kind of easy maybe for him to just take it and just chuck it off like that. But sometimes we can't do that. If we can, that's fine. We need to recognize Okay, so we, we got we got past Brit Britland's thing. Okay, uh, what was the purse? I forget. 
What was the name? Wendy's. Wendy's. Yes. Yeah, that was Wendy's. Now this one was Wendy's. So we won't go to Point Pleasant and Wendy's anymore. We'll go to McDonald's. And if they mess it up, well, maybe the Lord knows what he's doing. Amen. Well, Pastor Brad, he's just trying to get us all ready uh, to, to, to worship God and to enter into the throne room. He means well. He, he means well. He's just trying to watch it over the sheep. Take that down. And that never really bothered me before. I don't know why it bothered me today. So. Do you realize as the load comes off and it gets easier, how easier it is to take things off? You understand? Yes. But we don't never make it a lot of times to the place to where we start chucking things off. We are trying to walk the road with the weights to the breakthrough. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, well, go on up there. Touch that again. Listen, those of you who know me very 
your mouth where you can't, I can't hear you chew. We had popcorn on movie night, and I'd hear, and crunch, crunch, crunch. I'm thinking, oh my gosh. It was ripping me up inside, and I couldn't focus on the movie there. One of the times, I mean, I left, I mean, not really getting anything out of the movie because I was so focused on the noise of people eating. I know. Two-edged sword. Yeah. It was a good idea at the time. I'm like, oh my gosh! I tried getting closer to the speaker so I couldn't hear it. Didn't work. Amen. What worked was going back there where I could still sit down. I wasn't in the midst. Come on, anybody? Can anybody relate?
at a worldly event. Last night, it didn't bother me. Maybe it's because I had more rest. Maybe the enemy wasn't messing with me with that at that yeah. given point in time. Distractions. Amen. Distractions. Sometimes it could be not understanding the word. Sometimes it could be somebody talking. Amen. Sometimes it, there's so many areas of distractions. Amen. Sometimes it could be just just a, 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 a trial coming up against us that we don't expect. But I've got to keep my mind set on God. The cost of revival. The Bible talks about, about taking every thought captive. This come back to my mind last night. I was struggling praying. I get in the shower about every Saturday night, and I spend about a half hour in there, and I pray. That's my, that's my getting ready for preaching uh, 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 Sunday morning time to pray. It's in the shower. Amen. Me and the Lord, we had some good time in the Holy Spirit and Jesus. But I got in, and I couldn't get my mind focused. Amen. And, and, and I struggle sometimes with thoughts that go on in my mind. It, it, maybe it was some other time yesterday, but it came back to me. Take every thought captive. Yes. Captive. Captivate it. Take it captive. Is this the enemy trying to distract me? Listen, don't make room for anything that steals your mind off of God. Yes. You can be a mother, you can be a father, and still focus on God. <laughs> It might be crying out for help, but we can still be focused on God just in all in all air about us. God first, everything else second. The last thing, number three. Uh, actually, I got two more. Uh, no, number three. I, I thought I had two. I got, I got two more now. Number three. Everybody say number three. Number three. Physical condition. <clears throat> Physical condition can be a barrier. What do you mean by that? I'm too tired because we lost an hour of sleep last night. Amen? Sometimes legit, our body, I have learned preaching and working in ministry. My body needs to be in shape because it is taxing on your body when you minister. Anybody who operates in the gifts of the Spirit will know, amen, when you're done, amen, a lot, there's been many times I've gotten done preaching and I've just sat down. Because it's taxing on your body. I believe God can give us supernatural strength, but some of the things we need to help ourselves with. Yeah. Amen? But then there are some things we've got to push past. My head hurts today. I, I, I don't really want to go to church. Their music's too loud. Because my head hurts. I really... Don't feel like lifting my hands up over and over. Pastor Brad's wanting me to stand again. We've already stood for five hours. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm probably hitting people home here. And, and I, I've heard it. I've heard it. And don't think nothing if I sit down. I just can't stand that long. What if your breakthrough come through pushing the stand? Wow. I can't say for sure that it does, but what does that do? Amen. When I stand, I'm giving honor to God. Amen. I'm standing for Him. Amen. And it may seem silly and it may sound stupid, but I, what, amen. If nothing else, I'm pushing my body to do things that it really doesn't want to do. And I'm doing it for God, so that's a sacrifice. Amen? And we are supposed to be crucified with Christ. A sacrificial gift. Amen? When I lift my hands 
about 3 o'clock this morning. And I was still here for time to practice. Not kudos to me. I mean, it would have, I looked at the clock and it was 8 something. It would have been awesome to sleep a little bit longer. But we push. Yeah. It's a little easier for me because I'm a pastor. I got to, I kind of got to be here. And see, the problem is a lot of church people, they look at that. Well, I'm not the pastor. I'm just a pew setter or a church member. I don't have a role. So it's easy for them to step back and not do anything. But see, we all are called to be, uh, we all need to be, are called to be a sacrifice for him, to be crucified. That means I've got to crucify, kill the flesh, no matter what. And then that means when I don't feel like it sometimes, i got to keep pressing on and keep moving on. One of the, listen, Charity has had all kinds of good wisdom that she's been giving me here lately. I don't know what happened in the past week uh, or two, but no. She, she's always good, but, you know, I try as a pastor to kind of think of the people a lot of times and, and, and try not to be too, have too much stuff going on and stuff so people aren't too uh, uh, worked or whatever because I don't want to burn out anybody. That's not my goal. But see, even that can be a barrier to me, amen, being too reluctant. Yeah. And Charity told me, she's like, we need to make ourselves available, which means that's going to mean more for us. That's great. Wow. <laughs> but you know what? It's worth it. Yes. If it means I have to, I mean, to see breakthrough in your life, in your life, in your life, if that means me coming, amen, and, and giving an hour every day to come here, I'll make room for that. Or I'll make sure that the doors are open if I can't. Amen. Or I have some, uh, uh, or I've got something else to do, or I need some rest. I'll make sure that it's open. I will accommodate what you need to get to for my part. Amen. For you to get to your blessings and favor. I don't want Pastor Brad to be a part of that weight. Yes. Amen. That I have to carry. Amen. We will accommodate our physical condition. We've got to adjust our body to God. Everything filters through God, even my body. Even my body. God, I'm tired, but you come first. It's the cost of revival. Really, that's the cost of living a high standard. It's not just revival time. You think it's going to change at the end of revival? I'm fueled up. Amen? This needs to be a way of life for us. We, amen. We're, we're even talking about continually meeting two or three times a week. Maybe, I don't know, uh, uh, even after revival for prayer. Amen. We might make it all week long, amen, except for one so we can have the day of rest or something. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what we'll do, but we will accommodate. Amen. I want my body and I want the flock that I am over. I don't want it to be because Brad held back and was too reluctant that you didn't receive your blessing. There's another thing to think about. A lot of times when we had a rough day, we don't want to participate. That can really go with our mindset and our body. We have to inform our bodies sometimes of who the boss is. That's how we combat this. We control our bodies. 
not our bodies control us. Yeah. I determine when I'm too tired. Mm. Come on, that's tough. Yeah. And it's high standard, but but listen, if we want to live that high standard for God, if we want to see great and mighty things, listen, every one of us probably have things that we would love to see God do in our lives that we haven't seen yet. Maybe it takes us pushing through, paying the price. And then sometimes God may just rain it down, and those are awesome, and we thank you for it. But sometimes we got to push and work for it. Remember the disciples? They came to Jesus, and they, they couldn't understand why they couldn't cast out demons. And they said, well, these only come out through prayer and fasting. It was yeah. something extra that they had to do. Yeah. What have we been doing this past week? Praying and fasting. Praise the Lord, I can drink that Mountain Dew again. <laughs> that was my fasting those of you who didn't know, I'm a big Dat Mountain Dew drinker. I need to buy stock in it. We need to inform our bodies. We determine when it's time to rest. Give yourself the rest. Okay? Is that too hard? That we determine when I'm ready to rest and chill out a little bit. I'll give it some I'll give it ample time. But then when it comes time to get back at it, we're gonna get back at it. We talked about Cade a little bit. <clears throat> you know, Cade when he was looking at putting those lights up and and uh, she's not up here, is she? No. And, and she's a pusher when things need to get done. If I wanted to get something done, all I gotta do is take it to Kate. She'll push to get it done. Am I right, brother? She'll push me to, 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 to uh, 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 kind of, I mean, in a respectful way, but to, to, to get things done. And, and it usually comes by by uh, something like, hey, uh, uh, you know, we could do this at this time and this time and this time, and my personality ain't going to let it go because I'm like, I want it done. And really, I don't feel like doing it, but the opportunity presents itself, so we're going to do it. We need some more Kate's to push ourselves. Because if we allow ourselves to discontent ourselves, to to chill out way too much, we'll go way too far overboard right. with it. Right. Amen? I done told y'all I need all the beauty rest I can get. And if I'm not careful, I'll make sure I get plenty of it. We gotta inform our body, Susan Boss. Isaiah 40, 28 through 31 says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. This is Isaiah chapter 40, 28 through 31. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth. Uh, earth. He never becomes faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Youths may become faint and weary and young men stumble and fall, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. Amen? He gives strength to the faint. If I put him first, he's going to honor me. I was telling somebody this week, God will honor you giving and pushing. He'll honor that. It might not come in money. It might not come in extra sleep. But he will honor it in some way, shape, or form. When you look back on it five years from now, you will see how God's took care of you. And it very well may be because you pushed yourself. Last thing. Everybody say, last one. Last one. Last one. 
pride. The barrier that the enemy tries to throw up is pride. What do you mean by that? Pride to me is anything where it focuses too much on me. I don't want people to see me cry. I don't want people people to to uh, uh, I don't want people to hear me praying because we're too worried about what they'll think when we pray. We're too worried about how we sound. Even even remember Moses in the Bible. Uh, wasn't it Moses that complained yeah, to God that he did, that he had a stutter and he sent Aaron. Amen. But he don't all the time do that. Amen. Moses didn't even get to make it into the promised land uh, uh, because of things that he, he's done. You know, sometimes he'll maybe accommodate certain things that we do. Amen. But we need to we need to watch. Amen. Pride. Amen. Well, nobody's going to tell me what to do. Pastor Brad's want me to lift my hands, and whether you realize it or not, sometimes, Amen. When you don't do that. I can't make you lift your hands, and I'm not I'm not out to gouge at you to lift your hands. Amen. I'm trying to get to get you to worship the Lord. The fact is, I can't make you, amen. But sometimes if we go outside of our box and we lift that hand up, amen, or we dance a little jig, or we stand up, amen, or heaven forbid we say amen during a sermon. Listen, you can ask my kids. I like for people to talk back to me when I'm talking to them. That way I know you got it. If not, I mean, maybe that's why my sermons last so long, because y'all ain't amen me. I don't know if you got it or not. Amen. <laughs> you don't want people to see you go up to the altar. You don't want them wondering what you're going through, what you did. don't want people to hear you sing because you think that you may sing not very good. Amen. Here's the thing. When we sing, when we sing, it ain't all the time because we're the best singer. David danced before the Lord. Yeah, I heard a preacher say, it was. I think it was this week, that God didn't make David dance. He did that on his own. He yeah, he chose to. And I think one place it talked about he stripped down to his undergarments. Now, what would y'all do if I did that? <laughs> David did it. And guess what? David was a man after God's own heart. Now, listen. somebody told us and we're not one to do it, that sounds a lot like rebellion. Amen. And, and we're afraid of what people's going to think of us. Who cares? Amen. You might be the key for revival breaking out because if they, they see a nut job over there can, can dance, amen, I can too. Amen. And everybody start dancing. Amen. And praising. Listen, dancing. I don't care what kind of background. Amen. That you you've been raised up in. Amen. You can dance here in this house for the Lord. Yes. You get the Lord blessing you at your house where nobody else is around. Amen. 
depending on me. Amen. I am, I am giving my praise to God. Quit worrying about yourself. Yeah. yeah. And focus on God. Listen, years and years ago, Kate and I went to a concert to hear the Crab Family at the Paramount Art Center. And just recognizing, because we went to a lot of concerts, recognizing who Nancy and Travis were but not knowing them, <laughs> they were in the back of the Paramount. Like we're, Our seats were close to theirs. And they were down on the floor, worshiping just like they do in a church service in that concert. It, it did not matter. That's exactly where you found them, was worshiping in the back just like that. Amen. If I'm going to sing to my top of my lungs in a shower, sing to the top of your lungs here. Yeah. Yeah. You might go to the live stream. If that gets to be a problem, I'll chuck it. I, I, I don't care that much. I, I, don't, I don't care that much. Quit worrying about that. They can't see your face anyway because you're back there. It's here. It's focused up here. and It's just an outreach. But like I said, if it gets to be a problem, we'll kill it. I told Adam that when it comes to altar call time, cut it off. Yeah. Cut it off. You know, it, 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 it don't matter. I mean, listen to this. James 4, 6 through 7. Maybe this is why some of us haven't reached our promise. James chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, it says, But he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Yeah. It costs a revival. See, here, we, we got to watch because there's some Christians, they may not even care less whether there's a revival or not. Sure. They're coming to church, okay? And you, they may be coming enough just to get the pastor off of their back. Uh, you know? And they may not care whether there's breakthrough. Maybe you're doing fine right now. But later on in your life, you may need God to move. And you may think, well, I'll worship and praise Him then. Amen. What if, what if, you don't, what if you're too far gone by then? Right. Amen. Because if the enemy, the enemy ain't going to fight you if he's got you, maybe, a lot of times. Right. So if you're not being fought, maybe that's because the enemy's already got you. We've got to press. Press. That's the cost of revival. But really, that needs to be the cost of our everyday living. Yes. Yeah. God first. Amen? I give myself rest, but every day I am a child of God. My identity lies in Him. That way, no matter what comes up, no matter what trial, amen, if God calls me not to be a pastor again, if I'm, if my identity lies with Him, I still know who I am. Yeah. I'm not past, I mean, my identity don't lie in me being pastor. Yeah. Because if that ever changes, I've lost <laughs> who I am. But my identity is a child of God. That way, I always know who I am. I always know that I'm blessed. I always know that I'm highly favored. I always know that He will never leave me or forsake me. Mm. In conclusion, I've learned this. Like I said before, I can't make you worship. I can't make you receive your blessing. I can't make revival happen. 
all I can do is do my part. Yeah. Amen. Do my part. If it means dancing, if it means jumping, if it means singing, if it means scrubbing the commode, I do my part. Amanda, go ahead. Come up. Come up. Go, go ahead. And go ahead and do my part. And I, I feel like, I feel like, and maybe it's just me that somebody's thinking, well, well, he can, he can say, I don't have to do that stuff. I don't have to do that. No, you don't have to. But I'm here to tell you this right now. If you honor God, you can fight me tooth and nail over lifting your hands and dancing and singing. You can fight it all day long. But this I know, when you honor God, he will pay back. Yes. And I don't need to do it to get the payback. I do it because I love him. Yes. If somebody looked at your life today, could they tell that you love God? See, we have one conversation in church a lot of times, and then we act different out there. It's a hard thing. It's not an act. Amen. You got to do more than the deeds. You got to have faith in the deeds. We've said it many, many times. Amen. But I, amen. The, the, the enemy, amen. This, this, this sermon's kind of focused on the deeds part of it, but I've got to have the faith to go along with that. And this right here will tie it all together. Psalms chapter 1, the very first chapter of Psalms. First three verses says this How happy. Is there anybody who could use some more happiness in your life? The joy of the Lord is my strength. He showed me that here a while back. Amen. And you know what I had to do? I had to push and focus myself to have joy. I had to do it. God didn't just overtake my body, Ashley, and just give me joy. I mean, he may do that at times, Karen. That may be awesome if he does. But he didn't do that for me at that time. I had to capture my thoughts when they came. No, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. I, I had to speak. I'm going to have joy today. Amen. And now, I mean, now tomorrow it may be a battle to get me to my promise. Amen. For tomorrow it may be a battle for me for joy. But today it's not. Today it's not. Not, not in, in, in ways that it has been in the past. So tomorrow it may be a barrier, but today it's not. Yes. Not right now. How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of walkers. Instead, here it is, his delight. This is how we be happy. This is how we have a high standard living. This is how we push past the barriers. His delight is in the Lord's instruction and he meditates yes. on it day and night. That's the key. Got to meditate on it. As a pastor, it's, it's easy. I, I have to spend time in the Lord or I'm going to bring you some message that may not accomplish anything and my personality type just don't work that way. It helps me. Find something that will push you to meditate on the Lord. Verse 3. 
Here's what happens when we do. We're happy. But also it says he is like a tree planted beside flowing streams. It bears its fruit. You get that? Bears its fruit in its season. You ask me, hey, you know, just ask me how I know he honors what we do. Amen. When, I, when, when I'm honoring him, I'm meditating on him. I'm living, I'm, I'm pushing myself for him to be number one. I'm going to bear my fruit in due season. And its leaf, revival is called Alive 23. Listen to this. And its leaf does not, what? Wither. To come alive when I've never been dead. I was dead once, but I've came back. I came to Jesus, and there's times I gotta go back. Amen. But if I keep meditating on Him, I'm not gonna be dead. I'm not gonna be dead. What happens when I'm not dead? I can focus on getting more people in to become alive. When I stay alive.